You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast with me, Robbie Musto, and him, Robbie Earl. And this is a midweek Europod. And not just any midweek Europod. This should be renamed, Robbie Earl, the Man City Spurs Champions League quarterfinal second leg edition. Uh, I think we're all still shaking from that game uh, just a couple of days ago. But we'll yep. talk about that, of course. The other Champions League games, we'll touch on Europa as well and the games involving Chelsea and Arsenal. Um, but wow, just just off the top, Rob, like, give me a sense of, of, of how that game ranks of your all-time Champions League matches um, that you can remember. It has to be right up there with the very, very best one. We're talking years of great footballers, of great incidents, of great moments. Listen, we had goals, drama, emotion, drive. This is in the first 20 minutes, by the way. Mm. Let's not even talk about the game. In 20 minutes, we were 3-2 to Manchester. The thing was just ridiculous. I wrote down as we were writing the notes, and I just went, Magnificent mayhem. <laughs> it was magnificent mayhem. And yeah. we went back, and, and I was thinking about uh, stuff we, we said, and, and the more manic it became, the more Manchester City lost their chance of winning the game. There's something about manic, intense craziness that makes City flap a little bit. And when they can't control the game and control the ball in mm. the manner that they like it leaves them most vulnerable. I mean, it's so, it's so fascinating how a game can turn out like this. Yeah. I mean, my first note was, wild start, wow. Because of the <laughs> goals that flew in and, and, and Sterling and then the Sun, human Sun for, for Spurs, um, you know, with the, with the quick two goals. Yeah. Um, what was it, two, wasn't it two to after 11 minutes or something? I mean, it was just yeah. crazy. And it kept going. If anybody watched this, two, two, you know, it's like somebody said, oh, I watched the last five minutes, which was amazing. I said, well, you could, you could have switched on this game at any point and you yeah. would have said, wow, within the, for the next five minutes. It was that sort of game. Very, very, very open. Um, Spurs going forward when they could. Man City going forward as they always do. And it made for this amazing spectacle. We'll get into the old VAR decisions and how that affected the game and how, in fact, VAR has changed football when you think about emotions and Mm. and the last second change or last minute changes to the outcome and how it affects the stadium atmosphere. Um, But but just an amazing game of football. I mean, I think just go 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 ahead. ahead. I was just going to ask you, was... Poor defending part, and I'm talking about both sides, not necessarily just Manchester City. Was poor defending part of what made it such a great spectacle, or was or was it great forward play as well? Great forward play, certainly. Mm. Great finishes, particularly from Spurs. But it was mistakes, predominantly yeah. from, from Man City, Rob. And, and this is where we get into it a little bit, if you don't mind, into Man City. Mm. And 
the philosophy of the manager Pep Guardiola we know is almost total football. It's he set his team up to possess the ball to then enable their attacking play. And we've talked about the, the way that they attack, getting in behind, using wide forwards, etc., etc., etc. Now, that's it's, it's all based on possession. It's all based on being expansive and being open. Now, what, what hurts Pep's teams, right, mm-hmm. is mistakes. It's yeah. mistakes. Because they are not built. That Every player that's brought into the team, pretty much everyone, is comfortable on the ball. If somebody makes a mistake in possession, then, yeah. then other players if they've got comfy possession or expected to get comfortable possession, all the other players are in advanced positions. They're wide, they're expansive, they're wide open. So when those mistakes happen, Emmerich Laporte, who's had a really good season, then they've had it. That's that's them. And he had a bad day, Laporte, when he's been brilliant. He makes two mistakes, two giveaways. And and they, they, they leave so many spaces in turnovers or in mistakes that that's when they get hit. I've got to give you credit as well, because in, in our last podcast, in, in, before the game, you talked about you don't really trust the, the, the defence of City. And I wasn't, I'm, I'm still not quite sure I go as far, but I get your sentiment, certainly, and this game is one of those examples. So that being said, if Pep Guardiola is the great manager we, we, we believe he is, mm. if this is the great one of the greatest teams in Premier League history, the conversations that were going on, two weeks ago and all the time before that. Isn't that something the manager should be addressing, Rob? Isn't that something they're saying, like, we know he doesn't, you know, he's come out and says he doesn't work on tackles and defending is not, if you've got the ball, you don't have to defend. But is, is there an oversight to some of the detail work that has to go into defending that, that they miss City, that, that I, makes I, them a little bit more vulnerable on nights like this when, when it was crazy, when it was basketball end-to-end, and mm. they're, they're, they're conceding as many as they're scoring? I think so. But, but what's fascinating, and I've been thinking for the last two days since the game, mm. is why in the league, in league campaigns, whether it's in mm. Spain, Germany, or now England, his team becomes so dominant, where they win so many games, and his philosophy works fantastically well. In and league in, football. In league football. Talking? Yeah. The data, yeah. in fact, is there. Stunning. Yeah. Like, stunning. Yeah. He, he produces teams that, yeah. that their teams have never seen as good before. Bayern Munich, yeah. they tell, you know, yeah. it's the best they've seen them play for years and years. years. Mm. Barcelona mm. team, et cetera, et cetera, and this City side. But, yeah. again, there's something else in it, Rob, isn't there? There's got to be something else mm. in it in the Champions League yeah. and in the latter stages against good sides over two games, two-leg games. Obviously, they 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 can be... You can you can you can you can find a way over two games point, yeah. to affect them. Affect whether now yeah, whether it's yeah. the, the extra intensity and the motivation mm. that a Champions League quarterfinal or a yeah. semi-final brings. Um, is, and there a quality, theory, is there a quality issue there? Of, of when you get to quarterfinals of Champions yeah. League, you basically yeah. you've weeded out the the, the yeah. also runs. Those guys are you going to beat three or four? You're talking about as we've seen with, with teams like Barcelona in the past, teams like Juventus. We've seen this week teams like that one night of intense. Um, speed, intensity, extra level. The extra teams level bring into of quality, that sort of game. better, better forwards who who will make will make the most of mistakes. Is yes. that where they come a little unstuck? Yeah. Is, is is it those days that are not league games? They're not that that same night atmosphere, the music, the 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 mm. the, the, the drive to a semi final and all that. It's different, isn't it, the Premier League? It's, it's a it's a test, but in a, in a slightly different way. Yeah, and and. 
they they give up opportunities, don't they? They do give up mm. opportunities. So when you get to this stage, then the quality of the teams, the quality yeah, of the finishing, yeah, you said it yeah. a couple of minutes ago, Rob, the quality of, of pouncing on those errors is that much higher. And also, we talk about the mistakes and stuff that kill Pep's teams. Yeah, you've got to give credit to the opponents for oh, setting up in such a way. Up, yeah. um, Mourinho did it at Inter Milan that beat yeah. his, uh, his Barca a, a quite a few years ago now uh, that force errors. So force yeah. these mistakes more than they would, would get forced into errors mm. week in, week out in the Premier League. Now, what that means is should, and the question I suppose is, mm. should Pep have a, 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 you know, we know his plan A, B, C, D, mm. E and F is, yeah, is yeah, all about possession yeah. and etc. But should one, he yeah. somewhere, yeah. Rob, shouldn't he somewhere? They were 4-2 up in this game. Yeah. And I'm watching the game and I, I didn't quite tweet out in time. I'm like, they need another goal. Yeah. City need another yeah. goal. Yeah. They shouldn't yeah. do. They, they, were, they were through. And yet I still felt there's no... And I know it's been built for attacking, but there was no defensive not? focus mm. at all or determination to say, OK, we're winning. Let's get to plan flipping M Isn't or N or whatever man, it though, might Rob? be. Isn't this who he is? Isn't this what's his DNA? Isn't that? Isn't yes, this? it is. And so it's like saying to Mourinho, start attacking. I think he, mm. you, you are what you are. I think he is who he is. And in a strange way, Rob, I don't think he'll change. I don't think he'll look at that game and think, mm, I maybe need to change. And I don't think he'll talk about, we didn't have enough possession, we didn't do well enough with the ball. We didn't, you know, he, he won't talk about those defences because I just don't think it, it registers with him. That, and, and that's kind of what you have to accept is what is Pep Guardiola. And 95% of the time, he's brilliant to watch, he's brilliant football and he wins. And the other percentage is what we've seen now in, in knockout competition on one-off nights when teams bring an intensity, a speed and a clinical edge to them. They may become, find themselves a little bit short. If you think about the way that they play, Rob, and I'm not, I'm not saying or suggesting that he ought to or he, he will change, but yeah. my, just a kind of another example of the point I'm trying to make is they're all or nothing. So yeah. when they lose, right, it's not necessarily against some of the better teams, though in the Champions League, that's what happens. But yeah. I, look at, I yeah. even look at this season, Rob. They lost to Newcastle United, yeah. Leicester City, Leicester. Crystal Palace. Palace. So yeah. what, what I'm saying is they give up opportunities. In those days, they weren't at their best. And when they're not at their best, it doesn't have to be Liverpool or Chelsea yeah. I mean, uh, or Arsenal, because you're going to get opportunities, like big opportunities, because there's a lot of space. They don't defend in that regard. So, mm. you know, it's, it's just an odd one for me. And when everything's right and it's all or nothing again, they, they look sensational. And for the majority of last year, of course, well, all of last year, absolutely sensational. And they've been amazing this season. I'm just trying to get to why at this stage in the Champions League is this keep happening where teams can figure them out in some way, but, but, but they, they can have a bad day with mistakes and they give up opportunities. And at this point, with Hyunmin's son around, that he smashes in the goal. Llorente gets his goal from a set piece. They don't defend that very well. It's just holding them back for being a, an all-conquering uh, team, I think. It is. But, but let's, turn, let's turn it the other way, Rob, because I'm sure hmm. Spurs fans are, are, are listening in and thinking, hold on, we beat them. you know. Let, let, and and we, we need to give 
Some kudos to Spurs. You know, listen, we all know the, the Spursy stuff and people take the easy line of they can't get over the line and, and whatever. And I thought it was really interesting. Like, let's hear from, from Pochettino mm. first, Rob, because I thought it was really interesting from him when he was asked about, is this the next step for, for, for the Spurs team? Is this the next thing for them to go to? And he's still, maybe it, by taking the pressure off, but at least is saying there's still a way to go to teams like City and Barcelona and the best teams in Europe if this Spurs team are going to go on and be successful. The reality is Tottenham still need to improve. If you want to be on the level of Manchester City or, or Real Madrid or Barcelona, or be in the, in the last level like uh, the big size on, on Europe. But I think uh, we are in a very good way. Um, now is a moment, like I told you before the press conference, is about to, to close up chap- a chapter uh, this season and, and try to design another chapter in Tottenham to try to achieve the, the thing that deserve the club with our amazing stadium and with our amazing fans to try to, to be, um, you know, to try to be competitive again, to try to design the, 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 the strategy to fight and be a real contender for the big, the big things. Amazing. Amazing, 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 amazing scenes afterwards, Rob. There's a couple of videos flying around today yeah. of the dressing room and Pochettino going in there. I mean, he looked absolutely stunned at the end, but, yeah. but what an amazing job he's done. And he's produced a team that's, that's dangerous. He played with two up front, Rob. Human yeah. Son and Lucas Ray, Moore up front. Ericsson in, in the hole. He had yeah. one Yama, Victor Wanyama, who's, who's looked you know, struggling from his old injuries. I thought had an excellent game Race, in midfield. Yeah. Sissoko went off injured. Um, Big call, it, uh, by the way, wasn't it? <coughs> Sissoko goes off injured. Cool. What does he do? Chuck on Urente. I mean, yeah. Massive call and ends up getting the goal that, that, that gets him through. I know he's only got a little skip there, but he's a midfield player. I mean, tactically, mm. you'd have to say he's been spot on, Rob, over, over two games. Um, mm. Let's remember it's one and nearly one and a half games without, without Harry Kane, uh, yeah. which we, maybe we can talk about later. But but just the the approach, the the tactical understanding of this guy and I just think we, we, we have to go back to the start of the season when they're having the nightmare with this stadium and what that's all meant we've had all the, the attention on no signings during during the summer, we've had all the questions being asked of Spurs and whether Pochettino would stay there and this team would break up and Kane they've kind of just overcome all that Robin and this result should, could be a stepping stone for Spurs. When people say about Spursy, I think now as a Spurs fan, you can use this game as a reference point to go, hold on a minute. Mm. You weren't saying Spursy when we, when, when we beat um, Man City in the quarterfinals, supposedly the, one of the best teams ever in Premier League history. I, I think this gives them a point of reference to start to build and start to... It just feels to me bigger than a massive win that it was. It feels like this could be the confidence booster they've needed to, to, to take them to another level. Yeah, and they need to get to that another level. And it's yeah. Daniel Levy and the, and, the, mm-hmm. and the ownership and the board that need to give them some money now to push on But they this, must be excited, special... Rob. When well, Daniel Levy's sitting there oh. up, in, up at the Etihad the other night, he must be excited about what could happen to this football club. Now, stadium, beautiful, ready to go. Team... Mm. Needs some some work, but shows it's up there with with the best in in English football. Manager looks like now is going to be staying at the football club. You know, I'd be tying him down to a ten year contract. By the way, if I had this guy and yeah. saying build yeah. me something and leave me something in mm. Ferguson style that we all said, you know, we won't see another day of the Wenger and, and Fergie. Pochettino has shown and proven he could be one of those long term guys. 
You know, when you when you looked at this game, Rob, um, and I totally agree, you know, what he could do and, and what mm. he could do at this football club in time to grow. But but just tactically, going back on that real quick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he I'm just trying to think of, of teams in the past. And Real Madrid... Maybe it's a little different, but but I think even Real Madrid, over the last three years of them being champions, they still had a defensive side to the team yeah, when needed yeah, to be. They sat yeah, back and, and yeah. soaked up a little bit of pressure. Mm. Uh, and that's the nearest that you might say, well, they don't really do that. Other than that, mm. every team has balance. I thought Pochettino, in terms of defensive balance and attacking balance, had it all in, over Absolutely, these two yeah, games. Yeah. So during two this games, match, yeah. he, he, he had players in spots. So Lucas Moura and, and Ericsson yeah. and Hummelson yeah. to pounce on any errors that mm. they're trying to force. And then during the game, they, they also can sit back in and be defensively strong. Mm. So there's a balance to it. And with, with City, it, we, we don't see yeah. that so much. It's, I, I'm just trying to think about it of teams that win this competition that don't have any sort of sense of, um, you know, of course, I guess the Barcelona team, you know, way back. Yeah, was kind that of. That's what I was thinking. That they found a way PK. to be great. Yeah, and Iniesta you know and Xavi. Mean? Yeah. And yeah, they, they, yeah, I mean, it's interesting because you, cause you talk about that. And I, I just wanted to, to just give a little shout out to Alderweireld and, and Vertonghen, by the way, Rob. You've been mm. there now four, three, four, five years between, you know, as a partnership, they probably are the best pair in, in the league. And I know Van Dijk and Matip mm. or Gomez may come. And I know others, as a pair... I would say these two are possibly the best pairing in the league. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. that gives you, a, a, that doesn't half give you such a good base to, 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 to go from. We've seen what Van Dyke's done and we've seen he's had a couple of partners. He'd probably be Gomez, who, who you think might end up being um, the long-term mm. one. And that could be, could be something very special. But mm. I just saw those two last night. We've done many clips, haven't we, where they're so in tandem. One goes to Windsor, one gets around. They work together. That, mm. That's such an important part. For all that you've said, like you say, the, the legs in midfield, the turnovers of possession, the quick counterattacks, the Suns, mm. the Delis, the, the Ericsons, yeah. and all that. When you've got two guys like that, and I'm not sure what the Alderweireld situation is with his contract that was talk about. He hasn't. He's another get this guy signed up by the way and I know he's I think he's 29 coming up to 30 there's three mm. or four good years left in him before the Sanchez Davison uh, Sanchez and people come into this team and one fight mm. brilliant sort of base to have to have to work from for, for Spurs let's move it on Robbie Earl to VAR I knew we were going there well we have to go there we have to go there and there's two there's two incidents that we, that we have to talk about. Yeah, yeah. The goal that put Spurs through, the 4-3 yeah. goal, um, yeah. the away goal's advantage yeah. that was gained because of that, um, was scored by Fernando Llorente. It yep. went to video review and through the images, through the feed mm. that we get, you kind of see the um, the referee looking at some replays. Yeah, got some angles. Uh, yeah, you know what? It's hard for us to see exactly what, yeah. every angle. Again, in the fallout, I've heard, I've seen reports that he had every angle available. He saw it from different sides, mm. but it looked like Rob that he he came away and he's like he kind of put his arms out like I can't see anything there. It's too tough to yeah. call. I'm going to stick yeah. with my original yeah. decision. It's not clear and obvious error. Yeah. What What do you error. think? I mean, I think the handball we've talked about it many times. And it yeah. is changing on June the first. Where interpretations are a little yeah. different. But what we know right now yeah. is we know the handball law right now. Yeah. But what was kind of kind of fudged and changed was the scoring a goal with your hand which is or not assist, in the FIFA yeah, laws of the game yeah. which is which is going to come in you can't score yeah. you mm-hmm. know we had a we had a conversation with the Premier League a few months ago um and yeah, it was like it referees. doesn't sit yeah it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't sit, sit with the clubs with him, with scoring the clubs. a goal with a hand 
based on what we know and based on what we saw, and my first reaction that stayed with me through the replays and what we saw, and, and, and obviously the, it, it was fascinating watching the referee, mm. I thought it was, I, I was okay with the goal, Rob, on that one. I was absolutely okay with the goal. I believe it, it, it brushed it hit his, his arm. arm. It, it goes his into hip. his hip. His hip then obviously transfers the ball into the back mm. of the net. My, my, mm. Even if you go down the unexpected or silhouette thing that, that's come out yeah, now. Yeah, but that's it, not in yet. That's not in yet. I know that's, that's not, not in yet. yet. But what uh, in, in that position that he, he's going, Llorente, what else can he do with his arms? The only way it wouldn't hit his arms if you cut his arms off. No, so there's two things here, isn't there? First of all, it's not deliberate, okay? It's, not it's, it's definitely not deliberate. No, so, no. so that's out of the equation. So the yeah. only other thing that you disallow that for is if you score a goal with your arm. With your arm, yeah. <laughs> Which he kind of didn't because it has glanced no, off his it, arm it, onto his hip. hip but, yeah. but if it wasn't for the arm, Rob, then the ball... It might not have hit the yeah. hip and it might so not this have is, gone this in. Is, I, so I'm, I'm pretty... I, I, I'm not sure. I mean, it wasn't, he didn't score a gun with it. It just didn't score with his arm. No. Come off his hip, so that's hip, what you're saying. Yeah. So, it's, yeah. it, it, was, it was accidental, which is okay Correct. right Abs- now. It won't yeah. be soon, but in, the, in laws, yeah, in June the first, <laughs> we're in a different territory. But right now, what with the rules and how it stands, mm. I actually didn't have an issue with the goal at all, and I was surprised. I would have been surprised if that one was overturned. I've got to be honest. I would have been really surprised if you'd if have overturned it. Yeah, I, I, I'm just a little bit more the other way, Rob. I just think mm. if his arm, you know. His arm doesn't deflect that in the direction of his hip to the goal, then the goal. I, I don't know, but I, it, it's it certainly is grey. And if there's one yeah. thing that VAR is doing, it is, you know, it is kind of making us all think about the laws a lot closer because we're seeing stuff and we're like, well, hang on a minute, yeah. and we're all going yeah. back to the laws and Based on the interpretations law. because and, yeah, yeah, because the referees yeah. have taken that many looks at I it. Mean, They're like, well, they must be right, and then you keep going back to the law book. Please, FIFA. Yeah, and I know we're getting these changes yeah. and rewrite a lot of them. Yeah, they might yeah, have to, re- to rewrite a lot yeah. of the laws because VAR is making them look at us. Yeah, yeah. It, it looks messy and grey and it's sitting between black yeah, and white. It's, it's grey, too and that much grey. It's not good. So, okay, we, we okay. sort of agreed to disagree on that one, but I think we, yep. you know, we don't feel there was too much unjust in the end that, that Spurs get the goal. The big one, Robbie Musto. The big one is the goal that Raheem Sterling scores that's magnificent TV oh. drama I mean it doesn't oh. get any higher no, any better than that it, it, it's up there with the Aguero last minute against Queen's Park Rangers to win the title kind of moment Sterling as he's done all day all night was, was brilliant takes the opportunity when it comes the assist, yeah, took uh, it really from, well by the way didn't he Aguero. yeah really really Little well fake the whole, to get the space. A whole yeah. new rhyme Sterling knew we could have a we could have a podcast on our own about it at the moment the, the development of this guy and the influence on the club and then Robbie Musto we see scenes like we've never seen before and, and, and by the way I just want to go on the record when we when we saw a clip last week of Pep Guardiola saying the Premier League is my priority and if I, if I could only win one, it's the Premier League. <laughs> challenge, Pep, challenge. Because I saw you running down the thing. I saw you throw your coat off. I saw you going crazy. You want to win the Champions League with Man City, mm. and it showed for thirty seconds of great magic TV that I'm jumping up and down and can't quite believe. Yeah. And then Robbie Musto, yeah. we all get a moment of. Hold on a minute. Yeah, and a million tweets are flying out of <laughs> OMG Social and what media. just happened. Yeah. And I, I mean, and the, and the moment, which was spectacular. First of all, it's a correct call. 
He's Correct. offside. Absolutely, yeah. <clears throat> as a deflection Clear, star. very clear. And that's Vaughan working at his best. But... But is it is it ruining huge moments in, in this sport? It is okay. the introduction of huge VAR. Moments. It was always going to be one of the potential cons yeah. of this system. Is yeah. that game? And this is the absolute epitome of what people thought about. And I thought about this a lot. Yeah. It's these huge moments that the fans mm. go crazy. The manager, you just described yeah. it, yeah. and that is all at risk of a, of a call of a VAR callback. So what does that mean in the future? Does that mean that players, managers, fans won't celebrate so much? Is this a bit of a one-off because the referee missed the mm-hmm. um, the offside? And I think in the U, I think in, uh, in the Premier League next year, I think the flag, if they think it's offside, will go up. And he didn't spot that. I, I, the, the, it's did, it's did, one of the. Bag I suppose bit- it's a big question. It's a, it's a really interesting point. And 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 we're saying, uh, is VAR going to start to mute some of those? Yeah, take the emotion and, and the, the yeah, those moments. moments that come in games. But I think, Rob, and, and I totally get where you're coming from, and, and, and we all want those moments because that's what makes this sport brilliant and, and right. why we watch it. Yeah. But, but is, is a huge moment more important than getting the result, the, the, the thing right? Would you have been okay if you, re, if you knew that, that if we found out after that, that Aguero was offside and the goal shouldn't have stood, would you have been okay with City going through? That's the question. Well, this is that—that that is the question, and that's the whole—that's the whole point. Because I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I—I—I'm quite strong on. But you, when you hated, say that, I would have hated. Okay, that, of course, of course, everybody would hate it. it. Yeah, yeah, everybody I, would hate it. Yeah, because that's but, like getting relegated. If you that Spurs not getting to the semi-final, whatever that holds, that that's just wrong for me. Okay, it, it's wrong for you, and I get yeah, that. Yeah, but but okay. but and, and people, of course, want the right decision. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, Robbie, you can have that. But you're mm. going to have moments like that, where the, where the stadium doesn't know what's going on, and those brilliant moments, and it would have been a whole sterling celebration, a big goal yeah, call, yeah. the scene. So no, no, no. You you got yeah. to accept by wanting it yeah. all right that, you, yeah. that you're okay with that as well. Then, and you're okay, okay. with that. I'm okay, you're okay with, with that happened, for the fans in the stadium and the emotions and the moments and the big. Th- you know, you're okay with that. So hold on, and just let me get you right before I answer. So you're you're asking me if I'm okay that those scenes will happen, and then it'll all get almost like drawn back, and we get to the position where we check VAR and and it. No, no, no. You you said that you want it right, yeah. and I get that. That's yeah, the point. Yeah, you yeah, strongly, yeah. and that's but okay. I want the right thing more right. than I want. Yeah. So so so, so that I, would bother you more than the than the than, than the the, the than emotions what we and saw the state. The emo- yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. more important for you to get it right. So you're okay yeah, with those incidents yeah. like that, where instead of being historic yeah, and amazing, yeah, I don't think some of those incidents will go away. I still think people are going to cheer and go crazy, and then we what 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 is going to happen is, unfortunately, are they going to cheer and go crazy, Rob? I think are they, they going to like, 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 look, look at the ref, the, the screen, or the oh, ref? Like, was, that, was that goal okay? Yeah, was that goal okay? Can we celebrate? Oh, like, um, yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. I, I still think in the, in most of those situations, if it's me, I'm running up and down. I'm going crazy. And then after, it's like, oh, really? Oh, it hasn't, it hasn't, I haven't got the goal. Well, that might become part of what is is is, is becomes normal. That people celebrate and then actually, oh, the goal <laughs> then mm. being given. Yeah, I, I got to say, I mean, I, I'm. It was a downside for me. Yeah, it was a downside I, of the game, it, and I know it's important to get it right. And I'm not saying that I don't want It was a bit anticlimactic because we could have had a brilliant, brilliant end. But yeah. for me, the brilliant, brilliant end would have been tainted by, actually, that's the wrong decision. 
Yeah, and, and maybe miss a lot of our listeners, and, and please reach out if you have. Yeah, let us you, know what you think. They, Are you they happy might say, with is it, is it going to affect the way you would cheer? You would, right? You, yeah, you and would, this is more important. The, the fans yeah. are more important. They might say, you know what, guys. Uh, that was fine. I loved it. The, dr- the drum was amazing. Yeah. It's yeah. great to see yeah. a, a, fan, yeah. a manager do all this and then look an idiot when he has to look at the screen and see VAR written up there. I don't know what the fans, you know, uh, the, what the fans are thinking about this. And that question, mm. you're absolutely right. Do you want it right, mm. or, or do you, are you going to put up with the you, time, you have, yeah. the reviews, those emotions, the still mm. con- controversy yeah. in some of these, the calls? Yeah. By the, the first one's a great example where VAR the mm. angles didn't enable yeah. a more accurate right, diagnosis, really, uh, or you know, and and the the, the seams are at the end just to get most of the big calls right. There's a balancing well, act right there, and, and fans will need to tell us, you know, what they feel about it. And it was interesting. Listen, we talk about what what we think, what fans think. It was interesting that Pep Guardiola after the game, Rob, because up until the run up into this game, Pep Guardiola's um, been a big advocate of. What, VAR and was talked about, you know, he's looking forward to it coming in, mm. into English football and helping us. Strangely, Potch was a little bit anti it and saying he didn't feel he, it was right or maybe not as necessary. So when Pep was asked after about VAR, this is what he said. Pep, you've obviously been a strong advocate of VAR, I assume it doesn't change things. I mean, the way you were celebrating, everyone in the ground celebrating and, and then it's rather cold the way it finishes. I assume you still have no doubt, you still have no doubts that you support I support VAR. It's just to see that maybe the goal from your end is handball. For one angle, is handball. For an angle, he saw the referee is not. So, but uh, I, I'm I'm I, I I'm fine for the the fair football for the fair decision. So, so the referee must be helped sometimes. And good, this offside is offside. What can I say? So, it's nothing. I'm I think in the future and even the present will be will be fair and 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 that's all. Does Pep Guardiola, Robbie Earl, need to win the Champions League with Man City to kind of feel like he's been there and done it? Absolutely, Robbie Musto. I mean, back-to-back Premier League titles will be good. Will be good. Will be will be very good. But we're not talking about a good manager here. We're talking about a great manager. We're not talking mm. about Pellegrini and Mancini who won titles who may be given time out have gone back-to-back. We're talking about a guy who's been brought in to be a difference maker. To, to, to elevate this club into the elite group of, of clubs that are global, that are world clubs, that win big European trophies. Manchester City cannot consider themselves in that, in that echelon yet mm. and not have won the Champions League trophy. Yeah, I tend to agree. I mean, it's, they've won the title. They've got to the semi-final, I think, under Pellegrini. It, it was. Um, he will bounce back, and, and again next season we'll try and go that extra step forward. Um, just, just trying to move forward with them, Rob. I just, yeah. I just think like as we finish off this this amazing game, I think we have to say how it's going to affect the title race in the Premier League. Yeah. Now, yeah. whether it's a body blow, it, yeah. a yeah. body blow for, mm. for Man City that mm. they're going to yeah. they're going to struggle to come to terms with because they have to be pretty much perfect for the remaining games in the Premier League or whether it, it, it does act as a, you know, a stimulant again, the Spurs, of course, at the weekend, um, yeah. Saturday, home again, same kind of repeat game. What, what do you think the reaction is going to be from the City players, Rob? A little bit feeling sorry for themselves or fired up to say, right, we're going to show everybody else. We have no yeah. Champions League midweeks to worry about. We can focus on the Premier League. Mm. How do you think it's going to affect the mindset? I think the emotional state of the players is the most 
challenging thing that, that, that I'm not sure how that works. I think in terms of uh, of resolve and steel, this will harden it for, for City. They now will, will be going all out, all guns, full focus on, on the title. There'll be a huge disappointment, and I don't care what Pep said, and I don't care what the players mm-hmm. say. It'll be a massive disappointment, because they felt they could have won the, the, the Champions League this time around. Mm-hmm. They, and they were good enough to have won the Champions League this time around. And they... they 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 let an opportunity go at four two and Spurs were brilliant and 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 got the win, but I kind of you know feel what? if I'm Liverpool, I kind of feel if I'm Liverpool. Ooh, didn't know if I wanted that to happen. <laughs> you know what, Rob? And and I almost I almost feel like you're probably going to be right, but I'll be honest with you. My gut feeling is, I think this is a blow. Is it twist? I'm not, yeah, I think I I'm mean, not sure yeah. whether they're yeah. going to be, yeah. whether they... they're so mm. deflated. They wanted this Champions League. They they kind of did this amazing season last year. This season mm. was about taking their special ride with this football club yeah. to the next level yeah. of the Champions League. And they know they've got to be perfect. They got Spurs yeah. again. They got United away, which could absolutely be the defining moment in their season. That Manchester yeah. derby. Because yeah. after that, was it Burnley, Leicester and, and Brighton? Mm. Three games you'd expect them to win. Yeah. So I, the next two matches... Pretty, I would think will decide everything. I just, my gut's telling me, mm. I don't know whether they've got that spirit, Rob, to to, to say what you said, mm. to come out and, and harden their yeah, kind of yeah. um, thoughts. Isn't this, into this, this is where we'll find a bit about the manager, though, because he's been down the track. Yeah, assume, you know, we'll, we'll find out. The thing with me, Rob, the thing that kind of nags with me from from City's point of view is. Massive night, massive game, huge media. Everybody's watching. Everyone's talking about it. Every, do you know what? 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 It, I come away thinking a little bit of their invincibility's gone. Mm. A little bit of that beating teams in the tunnel. It's gone a little bit. It's a bit like when Mike Tyson get get got got knocked over, and everyone went. Mm. Actually, yeah, you know, is he? Is he? You know, is there something about City now? Like, let's just make it manic. Yeah, they're great, but you know what? It just feels like Spurs took a little bit of, of Man City away from them, and I don't mm. know if that might affect the, the teams they play coming up. You know, going obviously wanting to go the whole season unbeaten and, and, and probably win out every, every game. I just think that might affect their position as we're Man City. You know who we play, and and the opposition's effect of, come on, this is City Spurs got amongst him, and I know it's not easy, and I know they'll have possession and that, but I just feel like you, they've been knocked out once now. They've they've had a bang on the chin, and and they've been knocked out in a big game. We're going to talk about Liverpool a little bit later, but it's like Liverpool's spirit right now and that drive yeah. is what City need to kind of find because. You know, the remaining games, yeah. there's some difficult ones at the start. Can they, if Kevin De Bruyne, I, I, I guess Sterling's, because he'll do it. I mean, I'm not worried yeah. about him, but your, yeah. your Gundawans and your Kyle Walkers and your, and your, and your Leroy Sanes and Mahrez's and, and, and all these Bernardo Silva and David Silva, can they get a grip of each other to say, okay, that was, that was a nightmare, that was disappointing, but let's make sure... Like with a clenched fist, you know, we're going to go on and win this title. I think with Liverpool, the spirit, I think they have that sort of character in the team. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and we know City is an amazing yeah. team, but yeah, have they got the character point. to bounce back from this? And, and mm. they might not need it. Maybe they're silky football. They find yeah. top groove and they, they, they smash all the teams. Maybe that's, that's what they can do. I just, if it is going to be a character thing, I'm just not 100% yeah. sure they'll find that, that extra whatever it takes to go and win the title from this point. Two things. Two things I'll throw at you, uh, and then we'll, we'll move yeah. on. Two things. 
They are defending champions. Yeah. And champions Tough have to, to win in different different ways. Yeah. Tough, Tough to, repeat, to repeat, but yeah. maybe focus is sharpened a little bit. Let me throw one name at you. Vinny Company. It's going to be huge yeah, that, that's ra- the, yeah. around this okay. room now. Lee right. Dixon said something on our, our, our production call the other week, and it, it's something that stuck with me. For, and, and it's like, he said when this stage of the season, when Arsenal were going for a couple of their titles, Tony Adams went into the dressing room, un, unknown to the manager, and said to the players, give yourself to me for six weeks, and I'll, win, I'll make sure we win a title. And I thought, wow. That's what back to character, powerful, Rob, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that, that's back to powerful. Because I could, if somebody said that to me, if I, if I'm in a dressing yeah. room and, and somebody stood up like that, yeah, he's got me, mate. We're, yeah, I'm in. we're yeah, going, I'm in. we're in, we're yeah, in. I, know. I yeah. think Vinny Company is that guy for City. I think he might take it on himself and go, okay, which way do we go, you lot? Are we, are we gonna, are we gonna go the other way, or are we gonna go back to back title winners, or are we gonna win both cup competitions? The first team ever to do that, so that creates a little bit of history for him. And we've gone quarterfinals in and thinking we're gonna go away this summer, and then next year we're gonna win the Champions League. That's what I think someone like Vinnie Company might do, and might just pull this group together and give some of that character you're talking about. Yeah, and, and, and by the way, the character in this city team with Vincent Company doing that is we're not talking about fighting and scrapping, and no, it, no, it's about it's getting back on the ball because they yeah. do it differently. Yeah. It's about getting on the ball, passing yeah. it, dribbling, yeah. working back at times, you know, being creative, taking opportunities, finishing your chances, not being sloppy with your passing. You yeah. know, all the stuff that they're great at. They've just, they've got to find that level again, and they've got to find it quickly. And there can't be any hangover from this because yeah. the title race is. is Right there, super tight, and Liverpool have, have, a, have a fair amount of momentum right now. I think that's the longest we've ever oh, spent on one game in the know, podcast. But, but what and a game. you know what? what a game. It, it, we could go on for another 30 minutes or so, yeah, marvelous but we, we have got to move it on. Let, let's quickly talk uh, before we take a break, Rob. Let's quickly talk about the team that, that Spurs will face in the semi finals of the Champions League Ajax, who um, went to Juventus and having beaten Real Madrid in this competition, now knocked out one of the favourites, Juventus, Cristiano Ronaldo, and all. Mm. Somebody said to me yesterday after the Ajax game that Ajax are like the, the new Monaco, the, this group yeah. of young, talented yeah. players yeah. who are probably yeah. going to start seeing their, their players popping up all over yeah. Europe and 100%. making a big, a big impression. Mm. Yeah, that's exactly what it, it feels like right now. Mm. Um, I, I'd be tempted to say this team's better. I'm tempted to say that this team, if you knock out Real Madrid and Juventus, two very different sorts of teams, that you've got a chance of winning it. Absolutely yeah. got a chance of winning it. I mean, th- this, the, the, amount, the amount of chances they created was stunning to me away yeah. from home. The, some of the football they play to slice through, we all know that Juve are the kings in Italy and they've got this defensive kind of DNA about yeah. them, yeah. Um, w- was, was remarkable. And, and, and yes, players are going to leave, like the Monaco players. Mm. Um, Frankie de Jong's already committed to Barcelona. Yeah. Um, de Litt as well, de Litt, the centre-back, the young centre-back yeah. who yeah. scored is, 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 is God, maybe yeah. Barca. I don't know. It, it, that's, I guess that's not important right now. What's important is they are a brilliant young team mm. right out of the Ajax mould of how they envisage football. And it's just a joy. I mean, I, I love it, Rob, personally. Yeah. Oh. I absolutely love it that a team like this, that started, by the way, it was like three rounds of qualifying back in the mm. summer to get into yeah. this competition, can make it to this point, And young players, and there's some older ones, Daily Blind, yeah. of course, there, and Dusan Tadic, the player from Southampton. There's some experienced players that are there as well. Mm. But isn't there anything oh, yeah. better than watching young, oh. new stars? Don't we live for I, that? To watch I, new young players coming through? 
I was watching the Man U boss game, obviously, that, uh, and and then I, I had the the Ajax game, and, and, and I'm watching on my laptop the, the Ajax, mm. and, and I wrote a couple of things down. I just wrote like, it's like brilliant, almost training ground football. They were playing keep ball. It was passing, it was moving, it was great Amazing. angles, the control of the thing. Everybody on the ball knew what they were doing. Everybody on the ball had options to play. It was young, it was bright, it was effervescent. It was like. Wow, this, this I mean that 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 just is like football 101. That's how you should be teaching and coaching mm. your your players to play and create. And by the way, at times they were slicing Juventus I know. open. Oh yeah, they were. Yeah, slicing I know. them I know. slicing them open and yeah. you you kind of wonder and it is a bit of a shame because I think Ajax have now found themselves in a position where they recognize they're going to build this great talent and then they're going to sell it. Mm. Part of me wonders like what if you kept hold of them? No, I know. What, what if, if if for three or four years you said no one goes, we 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 go to the next stage again? I mean, they could win European competitions yeah. again. Yeah, and and just before we finish up with Juventus, just just think about them against Spurs, Rob. The first games um, at the new White Hart Lane, the new yeah. Tottenham Hotspur what, Stadium, uh, second leg back in uh, mm. uh, at Ajax and Amsterdam. Yeah, I mean, any kind of thought? I think I think the bookmakers have them about even. Mm. I, I gotta say. And it ain't gonna be popular with our listeners. I, I would slightly, <laughs> I slightly favour Ajax. You can't based on what they've done in the competition yeah, so far. Yeah, mm, yeah. I mean, um, I, you know, Shomin so Son is going to be suspended for the first leg of this yeah, game. That's, Harry that's Kane, Harry Kane's going to so, be yeah. out. I mean, they, yeah. you know, so many injuries for Spurs. Um, but but I think it's an incredibly difficult match for Spurs. What are you thinking? But you know, at home first. Um, yeah. Should be an advantage. No sun, as you say. No cane. But if they can, if they can find a goal. I mean, the the problem with Ajax is in either of the games when they played the big teams, home or away, they play with the same kind of enterprise, the same uh, possession. It's just going to be a great game, Rob. It's going to be a great game. I'm just looking forward to it so much. Two youngish, vibrant, intense teams. I gotta say, I fancy Spurs. Some, something about Poch in this group. I fancy Spurs a little bit. Do fancy Spurs well, to get you know it what? done and make make it to the final? For, I mean, Ajax have, have uh, beat f- by uh, Real Madrid four yeah. one. They beat yeah. Juventus two one away from home. They yeah. could, they can win away from home, mm. and, and that first Correct. leg they get those away no. goals. Yeah. They, they could be. Um, It'd be big for Spurs be, to, to 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 you know get a lead if they can. Make sure then uh, certainly don't get beat, and then Sun comes back, who's a massive lift to them. He's he's becoming a little bit of a talisman with, with Harry yeah. out. It'll be yeah. huge then for him back. As and Spurs can go to to Ajax Amsterdam and say, listen, yeah. if we can go to the Etihad and beat City. We yeah. can go to Amsterdam and, and be Ireland. I mean, so, whatever, yeah. whoever gets through, Rob, it's a it's an amazing story. Spurs Massive in the Champions story. League final. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's Here absolutely amazing, absolutely yeah. amazing. Just just finishing up on Juventus, Rob, and, and Ronaldo yeah. Yeah. and Max Allegri, mm. the two the two big guys mm. that people are talking about. Of course, yeah. Ronaldo was brought in for huge kind of four year deal, didn't he? Huge it's money yeah. for this for this mm. competition. Yeah, you know, yeah. quite quite honestly. Where does it leave him and where does it leave Max Allegri? Is it, I tend to think that Allegri now that, that might move on. It's, you know, some of the players are a little older. You look mm, at the team, it, the midfield players, not enough special quality, yeah, I, would, I would say. It's whether they, yeah, do, do, does he or do the football club feel they can go again with this group? You tend to feel it's 
come to an end, don't you? Now, if somebody comes in, what do they do? Do they do they start making changes? Does it freshen it up? Where does that mm-hmm. leave Ronaldo? He, he hasn't got too many years of, of waiting for something to be built again. He needs it mm-hmm. ready enough, doesn't he? He's come to win the Champions League. You know, they, they've been so close on a number of occasions recently. He's been bought to, to win it. So I, I do agree with you. I get the sense that, that they might go down and down another road in, in the summer. We'll have to see who that kind of guy guy is. And it couldn't be Mourinho, could it? Pochettino? No. I doubt oh, stop it. Stop it, Robin I, I doubt it very much. Okay, stop. my friend, let, let's mm-hmm. take a, a well-earned break and hear from one of our sponsors. When you need auto parts but can't get to a store, visit O'ReillyAuto.com. You can buy your parts online and pick them up in the O'Reilly Auto Parts store of your choice. No shipping costs, easy returns and convenient pickup on your schedule. Shop your way for the parts you need at O'ReillyAuto.com. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices, every day. There are three things every homeowner wants their home to be. Smarter, safer and more fun. What if I told you one link by First Alert has you covered? First, meet your family's new best friend, the One Leak Safer and Sound. A hardwired smart smoke and carbon monoxide alarm with a premium home speaker and Alexa-enabled all-in-one sleek device. Built with First Alert safety technology and providing an immersive, great sound experience, the Safe and Sound elevates any home. But it gets better. One Link by First Alert also offers the One Link smart smoke and carbon monoxide alarm that work with the One Link Safe and Sound. The device is easy to install and protects against both smoke and carbon monoxide. If smoke or CO is detected in the home, the smart alarm will notify you via exclusive voice and location technology and send a notification to your smartphone, whether home or away. A smart home should start with smart protection and One Link by First Alert welcomes you to a smarter, safer home. Visit onelink.firstalert.com for more information. Okay, Robbie Musto, uh, back to second half, back to the action. Uh, Manchester United uh, went to Barcelona. We're 1-0 down. Everybody felt that they were up against it, but United had gone to PSG in, in worse condition and mm. got a result. Didn't quite go to plan with Barcelona and a certain little... And I, and I wrote mm. you down, he's, he's a five foot seven magician. Mm. Decided he was having a day. Uh, Lionel Messi... Uh, is it imperious best, and mm. United were very, very second best on the night, mate. Yeah, I mean, the, there isn't there isn't a, a lot more to add. I, mean, I think we all know how great. Certainly, I do. I've been following this this guy from his his first days um, at Barcelona, etc., under Pep, and and how he's changed and how he's been amazing for, for this amount of time, which is incredible consistency. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant first goal, of course. Yeah, brilliant, yeah, brilliant first yeah. goal. The little nutmeg on Fred. Fred, close your legs, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I mean, he it, it just it's didn't ridiculous. see that one come in. He, and he, he put it through. You could have your legs crossed and he'd still find ways to get through. <laughs> yeah. So, brilliant first goal. Second goal, nightmare for, for David De Gea. Yeah, you know, and yeah. is, is, mm. I mean, have we ever said that before? Have we ever said that? Or, or very few times there we said that? There were a few people jumping on, wasn't there? And I know he oh. had a te- he had bad Euros and he's had moments. Every goalkeeper's going to have moments because any one mistake goes in. But I was just thinking, like, Remember the, the save he made against Mikel Antonio at the, week, at the weekend? It yeah. was like cat-like that only he could do yeah. that, that yeah. ended up being important to win him the three points against West Ham. So, yeah, mm. listen, 
bad, terrible mistake for, for De Gea. And I'm sure, you know, going back to his native Spain, that wasn't good. But you, you're right, mate. Listen, there's a big difference. At the moment, there's a big difference between the top two teams in Premier League football and Manchester United. When they go into the biggest stage of Europe, that difference shines out like a beacon. Yeah, particularly this game. I mean, even the Coutinho goal, Rob, the, the yeah. quality... I mean, I, I wrote down in my notes, you know, Man United are not ready to com- c- compete with no, Barcelona no, right no, now. I mean, no. I, I don't want to go on about men against boys and a, and a lesson and a clinic and all that, all the stuff that I've kind of read online. I think it's yeah. just pretty obvious that United are not there right now, which, yeah. which goes on uh, in terms of United to what's needed. And mm. I, 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 I think you've got to look at this as a, as a long a long plan is needed to get United back to the top of Europe. And this was an illustration of exactly that kind of thinking. And it's going to take time, Rob, isn't it? You can't just go out there and and spend millions, hundreds of millions on on top players expecting it to work. It's got to be done differently. It's got to be done. It's got to have a proper plan, Rob. It's got to be properly thought Yeah, youth development's got to be be focused again. Yeah, there's got to be options. How were they great before? They were great because they had an amazing Mm. bunch of young players that come through. Combination, great pros, good older pros, young players coming in, well-managed, hungry, good football. Yeah. Picking some Everybody of the best understood. players of, of other teams, other Premier League sides. That's, that's Being did clever it with some of that, yeah, clever with that. Some, some you know, going to Van Nistelrooy from Holland and, and you know, the Cantonals and the, those individual players. The special players, but the yeah. Michael Carricks and the Rio Ferdinands mm. and, the, and the, going back, Roy Keynes, players yeah. that were great at their teams, but like Fergie was like, mm, we'll have yeah. a bit of you, we'll, we'll have that. you. Yeah, yeah, and you and, and with those young players. Now, I'm not saying they can do that again. And of course, that's not easy to do. No. But I, I, wow, what, what, it's what though, a rebuilding job. When, when we talk about this, and I think, we might have had this discussion very early in the season. I think when Mourinho's there, and I, you know, we talked about it, and I, I was saying, defensively, I'm not. I, it needs an overhaul. That that's yeah. one area that needs a, yeah. a, an overhaul. There's not a debate on that. There's not a debate. Midfield, I still think if if, if Manchester City and, and, and Sol, Manchester United, sorry, and, and Solskjaer is talking about getting back to going to Barcelona and competing. I'm not sure the combination of Matic, Ferreira, Pogba, McTominay, Fred, maybe Pereira mm. are good enough, Rob, to, at that mm. level. I think that there's, enough, that there's more work there. And then the, the front line's interesting because I, I, I wrote down Rashford, Martial, Lukaku, Lingard and Mata I've kind of put in there. Although, let's say Mata goes. Let's, let's say the front four of Rashford, Martial, Lukaku and, and, and Lingard. Lingard. I should, actually, I've, I've even forgot about Alexis should be chucked wow. in there. Mm. Is it, do we know enough about that front line to say, okay, we're okay up front? Are, are we okay? Are Manchester United good enough there? What I'm trying to say is, if I'm going through every unit, I'm not. I still think there's some question marks. Yeah, the, the biggest uh, defense, no question, no question. Yeah, like yeah. almost every, they need a whole mm. a new back four. Yeah, they need a, they need a quality playmaker in the middle of the park. Mm. Okay. Um, they need to I solve Matt, Pogba. They need to solve Pogba, Rob. But you got to put, 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 put some, get some class around him. Get yes, some real, get get a absolutely. real good ball, yeah. ball winning. And get him on, so get his focus back. Get and him get focus, him yeah, and a playmaker. So a, a yeah. playmaker with Pogba okay. and a yeah. defensive guy like a like yeah. a Fernandinho type mm-hmm. would be would be good. And yeah. you know, in terms of the attacking line, not a couple. I mean, you got to you got to believe in Rashford. You got to believe yeah. in Martial. You, Absolutely, Lingard. I'm not so sure on, but Lukaku. You have got to believe that they they are part of the future Correct. of Manchester United. Those guys, Alexis, no. Alexis, no. Get that money out, and and that's where you so, go. So and yeah, bring so you're gonna need a couple, aren't you? Mm. You're gonna need yeah. a couple. 
Yeah. You know, you're going to need, maybe you are, maybe you do have to look for a top class centre forward and have mm. Lukaku doing a little bit of, you know, sometimes he's in, sometimes on the bench as cover. Mm. Um, yeah, I think, it's, listen, it, it was also a sobering, I think a sobering time for, for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer after the game, Rob, because I think he knows himself that, that they still need extra quality if they're going to compete at this level. We know there's work to be done. We have, have said and we've said uh, all along that this isn't going to change overnight and uh, the next few years are going to be, uh, be massive for us to get to the level Barcelona and those teams are at the moment. It is, and it's going to be difficult. And you're asking a guy in Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, a club legend, um, that's, that's inexperienced at this level. And he hasn't got a director of football to help him. He's got to bring in some, some, some big players. Uh, that, that There can be no mistakes made. I mean, this is an incredibly difficult job for, for this manager. Guy, yeah. when, he, when he says a few years, Rob, are we talking three to four? Is this a three to four year yeah, plan? I think so. I think so when and, you look at some of the others. patience going to have to be given for three or four years then to, to, to say, you know, 2021, 2022, we, 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 that's when we start getting back to competing again at the well, titles. When you talk about patience, Rob, I, I think we both know there's got to be a sense of progression. That, mm. That's what football clubs need. So he, he's probably right. You know, the time is going to be taken to get to, to Barcelona's level or the top of the yeah. Champions League is going to take years. But in the you know next season, okay, what are we buying the summer? How's the team? It's got to be progression. It's yeah. got to be progression. I mean, they might not finish in the top four. They were second last year, by the way. They were yeah, second last year. Yeah. You know, so, so you know, a big drop off this season. A lot of the Mourinho stuff, of course, how he fell out with some of the players and all that, obviously, uh, was a big part of this. But he is the manager now. They've given him a three-year contract. They didn't want to yeah. wait, you know, a little later. Um, he's going to be given time. But there's got to be signs of improvement starting from, you know, from, from the first day of Absolutely. next season. Important end to the season as well for United. Obviously, desperate to stay. Yeah, they, they, they still do it, by the way. Still still playing, yeah, still playing to play for and big game in the Manchester Derby coming up next week. Let's we'll, we'll, we'll sort of quickly go to Liverpool, Rob, because they got the job done in Porto as they did last time around. Uh, a four-one win away from home, six-one uh, aggregate goals again. And uh, somebody actually, one of our our listeners tweeted out, Musty, because they said to me, oh, Robbie no. Musto asked for more goals from midfield. Ah. He asked for more goals from his forwards and, and, and maybe the odd goal from a, from a defender. That's what Liverpool need. Mm. And I said, when, when Robbie Musto asks, Liverpool <laughs> deliver. He shall receive. They, they, they deliver. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, I mean, everything's just going well for them right now. Just mm. very, very... Um, very smart, very sensible, very controlled, never in danger. You know, yeah. once uh, Mane got that first goal, settled him down. Mm. There's a bit, a yeah. bit of a. It's a good start from Porto, to be fair. A bit yeah, of a apparently shaky didn't start. start that well, did they, Liverpool? Yeah. No, no. And, and Mane scores that goal, mm. and at that point, it was three 0 aggregate. Been, by the way, lately, Mane. I, I mean, know. Yeah. Another level, isn't he? Yeah, Firmino came on at half time. He gets his goal. Jurgen Klopp, Rob, was a four-four-one-one, pretty much. So he kind of mm. changed things. And then counter-attack. I mean, forget yeah, about it. I mean, if you're going to attack yeah. attack Liverpool, then then you're going to be at big danger of conceding on the counter-attack. And the goals flew in quite late. Um, and it was comfy. You know, semi-final mm. of a Champions League, real comfy. They rested some players. Joe Gomez, another positive mm. that's back from yeah, injury. Back in, four yeah, months out is more yeah, good news for them. And, and, and just well, very, maybe. very easy later in the game. And, and now they're staring at a Barcelona semi-final with Luis Suarez mm-hmm. and Philip Coutinho, mm. of course, the former Liverpool players. Um, so it's all, it's all great. But, but, but just 
I'm just thinking about the, the running of games, Rob, and how yeah. this affects them now. Mm. Because two semis you know, against Barcelona. two semis against mm. Barcelona. That's going to be incredible energy needed, and yeah. all that. And then they got to they got to kind of. Well, I think it's uh, it's Wolves, isn't it? I think it's Wolves. No, Wolves are Championship Sunday. They got the Newcastle yeah. away. So they got yeah. the Barcelona Rafa, away got on the Wednesday, as well. yeah. and they got Rafa mm. Newcastle away on the Sunday. So, yeah. so that's the big moments for them. Whether they can keep it all going on these two fronts. Rafa's not going to beat Liverpool. He still lives in the area, don't we? <laughs> it, it's interesting, yeah. though. You're right, but right now, as Liverpool are, Rob, it's a bit like next game. Who's next? Yeah, I think so. The, the, the one thing I would say is that they are playing Barcelona in the two semis. There is a certain line of Lionel Messi, and Jurgen Klopp was kind of. I think it pains to make sure that they concentrate on the league at the moment. You know, the, the Champions League will mm. take care of itself. How can stop Messi? <laughs> thank God I don't have to think about that tonight. And um, thank God I have a few more nights to think about it because um, I think everybody tried it so far and nobody really can can do it. We still will try it. But we have so many um, jobs to do before we meet Barcelona. So let's first play these games and then let's prepare Barcelona. And then, yeah, we will see. He'll have a plan. There's no question. Mm. He'll have a plan. Mm. He's got Virgil van Dijk, the best defender, yeah. arguably, uh, on the planet right now. They will have a plan. And, and Liverpool will be much, much tougher than Manchester mm. United in terms of team everything. Team togetherness, yeah. Yeah. team Tentities, energy, team defensive, everything. Yeah. Um, I, you know, it's, I, I don't think it's... I know this Barcelona team has is, is, got tremendous talent wherever you look. Experience defensively, Rakitic in midfield, Busquets, and then you've got the, the Coutinho and Suarez. Uh, and of course the little man, mm. but but I think I, I fancy Liverpool to go through. I think it's not a good matchup. Yeah. I think yeah. so because yeah. of the way that they play, yeah, they'll the smother, the they'll yeah. outwork, yeah. they'll yeah. cover all the lanes, they'll keep be compact. And I know Messi is a, is a you know incredible footballer. Yeah. I just think that Liverpool have enough over two legs to find a way to get to the final. I think it's a difficult call. I, I think you, you're right in that. The Liverpool probably as a team, when we think about all the elements and what we've got in the unit, any other team, a, a any other be, team in be, Europe, a, a well, a I think a well matched. Yeah, but I just think this little man can have moments, mate. And if he has moments, there's very little you can do. And I know Virgil Van Dijk's playing off the mm. charts at the moment, but this little guy can just produce a couple of things that I don't think you can you can legislate for. I think you can have a system, you can work on the, the, how you're going to close him and, and push him into areas and all that. This guy can come up with bits of magic that have you on the edge of your seat and that's the one worry I think for Liverpool if he pulls out a couple of those in, in, in a tight situation there's not an awful lot you can do but two mm. great games to look forward to those yeah. two semi-finals like say um, can Arsenal get, can sorry uh, Spurs get against Ajax a young team and can Liverpool outdo mm. a slightly wouldn't say ageing but a team that, that's coming to towards the end of each run uh, Barcelona so Could let's summarise Spurs yeah. and Liverpool well what do you in, think what, what, give us your don't give us any kind of Premier League tilt or anything else give me your gut feeling who's going to be in that final whenever it is June the 1st massive Spurs pause and Barcelona oh right so I'm going the other way Ajax versus Liverpool wow who and is Liverpool, right we will, will we Liverpool will have won the title by then or not Oh, I don't. I, too much to think about right now in this particular <laughs> pod. This is a Euro pod. 
let's move it on. Euro only. Let, let's quickly, oh, uh, quick mention to Arsenal, Robin and Chelsea, yep. who both made it to the semi-finals of the Europa League. Mm. Arsenal, a little bit more comfort, a 1-0 win away at Napoli, which is uh, not to be sniffed at. Lacazette with, with the free kick. Um, the one downside maybe for them... Um, Ramsey getting a ham looks like a hamstring injury on on 34 minutes. He was taken off, so they might not have him, which will mm. be a blow. He's been in such good form, but started the game with Lacazette and Aubameyang up top. Got yeah, the job like done, it. Arsenal, and, yeah. and took it serious, didn't they? I looked at the team, and that's like serious team. Um, Torreira, Jacker behind Ramsey, Lacazette, and Aubameyang as, as a front a front two was enough to get the result. Yeah, uh, watch the game, and um, you know the back five is the way to go for Arsenal mm. right now. Yeah. Um, Ramsey in the in the ten instead of Özil. Interestingly, yeah. that uh, when Ramsey was injured, Rob, it was Mkhitaryan that came on okay, and not yeah. Mesut Özil yeah. to mm. replace him. But I think what what Unai Emery has shown us before is that when he's got a lead, you know they, he, he's well organised, and I think you know mm. we'll be the five, and he makes some substitutions to defensively to be stronger, and they went from the two at the front to the one at the front. I, you know, yeah. you feel like which is very different to to Wenger's Arsenal mm. that when they're in a good spot, I guess I guess they were much the better team. That yeah. you do you do think they look strong enough to Deals see this it, yeah. out, and that yeah. was another example. Um, comfortable victory. He's a good uh, manager, isn't he? This guy, <clears throat> do you know, what? he's a good manager, Rob. He's a good yeah, and football he's, yeah. guy. Good manager, and he's is in another. They play now um, mm. a team Valen- that knows Valencia. he's a good manager, Valencia, yeah. where he, he yeah. made his name really a tremendous years there uh, in La Liga with with them. So that's going to be an interesting matchup. First game at the Emirates, uh, Emirates mm. Stadium, Arsenal versus Valencia, and then it's Frankfurt versus Chelsea, who um, yeah. also got through. And, and are we looking at an all English Europa League? I mean, all English be, Champions we? League, all English Europa League. You heard it first on the two Robbies. How about that, Mister Mustard? Hang on a minute. Don't go too quickly on that. I think Chelsea will get to the final. I'm a bit more worried about Arsenal. Valencia are a good side. They're a good side. Have faith in Unai. <laughs> we, we trust, trust. Robbie. Yeah, Robbie right. Listen, mate, we've um, we've had a, a boatload of European football this week. And uh, as ever, great to talk about it. As ever, we want to hear from you, our listeners. So don't forget to download the two Robbies on Apple Podcasts. Rate and review the show when you can and let us know what you think. Tell us what's your, who you think are favourites for the Champions League and Europa League. Is it going to be all English in both? And we'll read out the best responses on our next Euro poddy. There were 23 goals in the European games involving the English teams. On a week when probably had one of the greatest, most dramatic games of European football, a Spurs ended all the talk of a quadruple for Manchester City. Look out for our next podcast, which will be next Wednesday the 24th, after the Manchester derby. But in between them, we've got some big games. Man City v Spurs, Wolves v Brighton at, at the weekend. Sunday, Everton, Manchester United, Cardiff, Liverpool. Monday, Chelsea, Burnley. Chelsea trying to get into the top four. Tuesday, Tottenham play Brighton. Repercussions at the top and the bottom. And then Wednesday, as I said, on the 24th, Manchester United v Manchester City in a big derby. So make sure you come back for the podcast on that one. I'm Earl, he's Mustard, together with the two Robbies. Thanks for listening, and it's a good night from me. And it's a good night from him. Good night. Good night. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters 
both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.